Are you blessed so far by the wonderful camp that we are enjoying? Amen. 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 And I'm ready for some more. Are you ready for more? Amen. Amen. Ask somebody, are you ready for more? Amen. I just want to read the scripture. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7, the, the ground says, the Bible says, For ground that drinks the rain often, which often falls on it and brings forth vegetation, useful to those for those who seek it, is also told that receives a blessing. Tell somebody, I'm going to receive a blessing. But if it heals, verse 8, if it heals thorns and thistles, it is worthless and close to being cursed, and it ends up being burnt. But the ground this morning, which is our hearts, are grounds that's going to bring forth blessings and not curses. Amen? Amen. Do you know the difference between rebellion and submission? Do you know what venom does? Amen. Amen. Are are you excited to hear some more from the mouthpiece of God? If you are, then make a joyful noise and put your hands together for our pastor. Amen. A joyful noise. Wow, what a blessing. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you will anoint our eyes to see and our ears to hear and give us hearts to submit and obey to your word. In your word, there is wisdom and there is power and so much love. There's no one who loves you more than our Father who loves us. We thank you for your great love. That love was not only kept a secret, but it is display on the cross of Calvary. For God so loved the world that he gave his only. We thank you out of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christ was prepared that an eternal fellowship gets broken to get us back to heaven. And on the cross, sin caused this eternal fellowship to be broken. What a price. What a price. The death of our Lord Jesus Christ to reconcile us to God. And through the teaching we understand your ultimate purpose, Lord Jesus, is to destroy the works of the devil. Help us never, O God, to be on the devil's side, but to kill off any venom of the snake of the devil. We bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise his blessed name. Amen. Let's, I'll, I'll run uh, through, uh, I, I think we'll have our session so that we can here yeah, by two o'clock have a break and then we'll have our last session after that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So 1 Corinthians chapter 4, let me show you what is loyalty. What does it mean to be loyal? Praise the Lord. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 1. Me as a servant of the Lord and as a steward of the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. A steward means... Uh, the boss is absent from the house and he put you in charge. 
to take care of the house. That is what the word steward means. Praise the Lord. Christ has put your pastor in charge as a steward. Amen. Somebody under the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some had to be excused. But please let us see that others get this message. Praise the Lord. I will never be able to repeat all of this. And many must get the podcast for themselves. Let me also say, please, I don't want to be too over protective in the light of our teachings, but please don't just let anybody get these teachings in people's hands, because you can imagine many cannot, look like for instance, I cannot teach loyalty in a dead church and tell people to stay there, you must never leave there. Can you see uh, therefore, you sometimes don't have the wisdom how to... I cannot let somebody in a Roman Catholic church say, oh, you must be loyal and all of that. Do you hear me? Praise God. It must be a vibrant, end-time, moving church. Therefore, I say, if somebody asks you for the material, please first check with me if it's okay or with our leadership. Amen. And some people just want mysteries of God to, to further blow up their ego. They're not after Christ's interest. It's just their own interest. Amen. So uh, I just feel like saying that to you, that, but also let our people know and please share some things with those who are absent because you can imagine uh, uh, the importance of the message. Amen. Praise God, because they are not disloyal, but it can visit anybody, any time. My God. And the uh, personification of disloyalty, or the summary of disloyalty, let's go to John chapter, is it 6 verse 70? Amen. John chapter 6 verse 70. Jesus answered them, did I myself not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil. My God, one of you is a devil. Here's the book. Amen. Here's the book. <coughs> Bishop wrote a full book of what does it mean to be a Luciferian. Is it a big name? <coughs> Please don't give your daughters that name. <laughs> Luciferian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So, this is the book on one of you is a devil. When the Lord ch chose them, they were all nice guys and fine. And look what you miss when... You become disloyal. You know what you miss? You miss the history of the past in the church. You cannot speak like things that Michael just saw 
and the TV, we had opening Bell Hall, we were in Calfinia, we uh, traveled. You, you, you cannot speak to others about it because you, you, you feel, I cannot even tell them because uh, it's so painful that I left all of that. You miss the history of where you come from and the church. And you also, so actually, you are rebel. You understand? So please stick. And I will tell you maybe tomorrow uh, two or five reasons when you can leave a church. For instance, if we start to believe very strange doctrines, you understand, then you're free to go and say, Pastor, but please come and tell us you're leaving. And when you also leave, is you see, those who leave you, when you leave, make up your mind, you're never going to attack this church. Amen. You're never, you're just going to bless the church that you left. Praise the Lord. I'm just saying that to you because when I first heard the message of this loyalty, I thought it's Bishop and the cult or what? It's many years ago because a cult, it's like when you leave, something bad is going to happen to you and all of that. No, you can leave, but leaving to God is like divorce. God hates divorce. You understand? God hates divorce because divorce tears lives apart. It, it um, um, destroys souls. You know, there my daddy go with the peace of my soul. There my mom goes with the peace of my soul. And if the Lord don't intervene, it's like also you are open to all kinds of temptations and horrible decisions. Like Bishop Dag would say, it's better that my mommy and my daddy argue or what, but please don't leave one another. It's like they're taking the roof off you. You understand? Okay, that's another way, maybe tomorrow, We'll, we'll, we'll speak uh, more about this. But one of you is a devil. Ju Judas became a devil. Yo, you say, yes, yes, the devil himself now. Wow. So when you become disloyal, you display characteristics fully of the devil. And you know what the devil did? Before he was discovered, he went around in heaven and make up angels against God. Okay? So this is typical of people that become disloyal. They spread their poison everywhere. And one day when they leave, they expect always more to come with them. And then they're actually shocked to see it's only three maybe. I thought the others would also. But it's a demonic thing. Okay? So, and also later I want to show you now before we get to the snakes. 
that please expose anything that you see that are traces of disloyalty. Amen. Just expose it. And, and uh, you can even tell those sister, listen, I'm going to tell pastor, you, you cannot speak like that. Uh, and many times it's not a, up against the pastor, it's those who the pastor appointed. You know, it's, it's uh, uh, because they are an extension of my authority. Do you hear? Okay, so you will take your chance with others. Uh, but actually, you are busy overthrowing authority. Praise the Lord. So let's go to the original First Corinthians. Um, yep. Chapter. I wonder now. Can, can I go to First Corinthians chapter 1? To the house of Chloe. <clears throat> Amen. And then, because here is somebody by Chloe's people. They, this family, or this woman or man, see when to tell Paul that in Corinth, the church he is at, there's divisions in the church. Now, this whole book of First Corinthians has got 16 chapters. But Paul wrote this letter on the basis of the leadership that sent him questions in his absence to answer, to help them to solve the problems. But in their letter that they ask questions, they never said there's divisions among them. The, Paul heard it from Chloe's people. Do you hear that? Amen. So the leadership was so blind and they thought it's not necessary to speak about the four groups of people in the church. Some say I'm of Paul, others say I'm of Peter, the others said we are of Christ, the others said we are of Apollos, four groups of people. But they did not in their letter ask, how must we solve divisions amongst us? But Paul left their questions and their letter aside and first address this for six chapters of the 16 he spoke about this problem do you hear me okay and then only in chapter 7 it came look at chapter 7 verse 1 amen now concerning the things about which you wrote. Do you see that? Now concerning. You say, Paul, six chapters. What does it tell you? Loyalty, disloyalty, division, group is primary. It's important. Because 
It stopped the flow of the Holy Spirit. And it is busy. It's a big door for demons and Satan to come into the church. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's read that again now. For I have been informed. You say, oh, you get informers too. Yes. You must have informers. Amen. You, in other words, it's an honorable thing that you are an informer to the pastor. You are taking care of the work of God. You're protecting the church. Amen. Praise God. Oh, it says a vitbroekiesele. What's it in Engels? A, bra a brown loaf. <laughs> but you, you're an informer. You know, years ago, uh, we had a church in Mitchell's Plain, me and this colleague of mine. And this young man, he served the Lord for a couple of months amongst us. That was just um, after apartheid, you know, where the, uh, the white uh, supremacy governed this country. And you know, in the riots, um, how they... Um, stop many and lock up many people. Then this young man came and see me and my friend. And he said, Pastor, my wife don't know. Nobody in my family know. But I was an informer to the apartheid government about who at schools and anywhere are planning things and organizing things uprising against the government. Yay, we, we, we sat there, we thought, we've never met some. He says, no, I've, I've been the cause of many being locked up. And they came at night to lock them up and people didn't know. I've been an informer. Wow, that was bad. We speak of biblical good informers. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For I have been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. King James says, okay, my brethren, uh, Chloe's house, that there are contentions among you. You see, there, there are tug of wars among you. Verse 12 in uh, New American Standard. Now I mean this that each one of you is saying, I am of Paul. Amen. It's like home cells. Because you, you need to be careful even when it's home cells, youth, adult, you, or young people, or, or, or whatever groups. In the church. It's very quick that you feel this is my church in the church. The leader. No, pastor don't know, but we are planning this and we do this kind of thing. Do you hear me? Okay. Praise God. The, and, and I'm of Paul. The other says, I'm of Apollos. The other Cephas was Peter. This is his other name. 
and I of Christ. The, the, those were the most spiritual groups. So you, you belong to a man, but we belong to Christ. Amen. But it was still wrong. It was still wrong. Because the next verse says, Has Christ been divided? Paul asks, Has the urine know the body of Christ? I said, no, up for deal. Uh, as Christ been, Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? The next verse says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius. Just all there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, he baptized me. No, that brother is my spiritual father. He brought me to the Lord. I don't listen to pastor. That brother prayed for me when I gave my heart to the Lord. Oh, he won me for the Lord at my work. So he's my spiritual mother. <laughs> what a song. <laughs> my Lord, don't, don't think I know what I've said. <laughs> okay, but you get this. Let's get to what is loyalty. First Corinthians chapter 4. Let a man regard us in this manner. If you want to check who uh, is our leader, he said, regard us in this manner as servants of Christ. Amen. Stewards of the mysteries of God. You hear every week mysteries. Things that you, you don't know how privileged you are. In fact, I just got a message now from one of the pastors. He's, he's driving from George's home now at this moment. And he heard about the camp and he sent me a message and said, Can't I join you tomorrow morning? Tomorrow. I said, Bring some of you whom you wish. Amen. Amen. And that's Pastor Kyle that bought us, that gave us these carpets and those two TVs and whatever. What else? Amen. Praise God. And the mixer there at the back. That big board there. there thousands. Thousands. But because of honor and respect for, for your man of God. You feel, hey, I, I don't want to miss. And he will be tired as he come home. But he says, I, want, I would love to come. Praise God. Let a man regard us. And this man is servants of Christ, stewards of the mystery. Listen, I can tell you through my years of walking with God, you will hear and you are hearing many things that people will pay a lot of money. They will fly from far. Do you know that? When we in Ghana, and I sit there, and even before the conference start, the day before, in my mind, this is how my mind works. And I think, this man of God, Bishop Dad, there are aeroplanes in the air now from England, America, nations in Africa, to come and listen to a servant of God. This is amazing. 
that is amazing. People paying thousands of rand. And when we take up an offering here, in fact, tomorrow, please bring a good offering for your pastor. Praise God. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. We, we, I'll know from that just tomorrow. I just feel led to do. I didn't even think of plan it. Uh, just speaking this way. You understand? Because there's a great blessing if you bless a servant of God. You can even write an envelope if you wish and, and bring a good offering tomorrow. 500 rand or anything. Or 100 rand or a 10 rand. Praise God. Amen. The amen is very soft. For Vimunos, but <laughs> Amen. But uh, uh, Philippians, Paul says, uh, uh, he says, this is a lovely aroma unto God that you Philippians are sending me this offering. He says, and may the God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. Good soil. Amen. And then the next verse says, In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Praise God. A steward like myself must be trustworthy. The Lord must trust him. Now, the word require means, I want to generalize it. It's required of every brother and sister to be loyal. To be trustworthy. I'm unpacking the word loyalty. Praise the Lord. To be loyal means to be faithful. Faithful means I can put my faith in you. Amen. I can put my faith in you. It means to be trustworthy. I can put my trust in you. You know what is trust? It's like the building is burning and I'm on the, I'm on the fifth floor and it's pitch dark. I cannot see you at the bottom, but you can see me and you say, Pastor Jump. I said, how can I? I don't see. He says, I see you. You will be safe. Jump. That is trustworthy. Amen. I can trust you in the dark. Praise God. What a, it means reliable. Amen. You are reliable. If you say, I will be there, pastor. Did you, have you been at a party? 21st or a wedding? And you see tables empty. It's maybe 250 rand a table, a person that the couple is paying for. But they just didn't pitch up. They just didn't let you even know that they are not coming. That's disgraceful. That is very, but it happens so often. And I hope none of us become like that even when it's a party or something. 
and don't even to church. Don't the morning tells us when the car stands outside, just tell the brother I'm not coming to church this morning. What kind of persons are that? You know all the time. Brother Tommy spent his petrol to come to you, left earlier home, now I'm standing in, now you let me know. And not even you, either you sent uh, SMS, <laughs> but, but you sent the boy outside to tell the brother I'm not coming to church this morning. It's an insult. It's a bad sign. Amen. You know already now you won't be. And, and don't come and, and tell me, Pastor, the Spirit led me different. I didn't feel the Lord leading me to come to church this morning. That is misusing the name of the Lord. The Bible says he who misused the name of the Lord won't go unpunished. Listen to me. Won't go unpunished. Don't do things in the name of yourself, in the name of your flesh, and then you want to say you do it in the name of the Lord. Okay. My God. So reliable. Your word is your word. Praise God. You must even, your word must be even to, to your hurt. No, I, I told them I will be there. I, I told them. I promised them. Praise God. Let people at any appointment, 21st wedding, anything, let them know ahead of time because they could have get somebody else in your place. They could even have get the people from the street to fill those, those, those 10 chairs because we're paying for it. Amen. Will that practice not happen anymore in, in, from any one of you? Say, praise the Lord. Praise Amen, Pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. It means, loyal means sticking through thick and thin with you. Amen. Hey, stick like glue or stick like bostick. And the example is Elisha. Elijah told Elisha, stay here. He said, I won't leave you. I'm coming with you. Hey. Amen. Elisha, Elijah moved further eh, from, from Bethel. He moved from Gilgal to Bethel. Then from Bethel, he went somewhere else. Um, Every time he said to Elisha, stay here. Don't come with me. Amen. So you need to stick with the work of God. Praise the Lord. And what was Elijah after? The anointing. Amen. The un Listen, the anointing does wonders. Praise the Lord. Amen. You are with the church through all four seasons of life. Amen. One day we went to uh, a person uh, that was helping us drawing up our church constitution. Amen. And when we wait outside of his house, 
there was a board before you ring the bell. The board says, this family goes through four seasons. So be happy in the season you meet us. Amen. What, what he means is, <laughs> it might be winter in our family. Amen. Other words, uh, it might not go so well. It might be summer, it might be what. But he said, this family goes through four seasons. I still remember that. Okay. So a church goes through four seasons too. Amen. A, a time of heavy rejoicing. Then a time of warfare. Like even this, this, this week, since the week started, I felt very much myself attacks. I can, I can feel attacks even by, why does little things every time go so wrong? Understand? I say, hey, I need to be careful. Wow. Just, just uh, what, what, what was it Monday? We went, we went to fetch my wife's mom, uh, her sister brought her, but they were here in Salt River somewhere, where, and we went to go fetch her mom. While standing there, uh, yeah, a guy reversed, um, and I could see, hey, there's other car standing. It was raining. And I just heard, uh, felt, hey, I got out, he, he bumped against my car. I said, yeah, yeah, I just felt since the beginning of this week, there's, there's, there's this, these attacks. Well, nothing happened. It was just, I was easy to scratch it. But I got out, took a photo of his story and all of that. My wife came and my wife fired at him fully. <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> my wife walking with a mum in the arm. Can't you see? <laughs> Hallelujah. But you must also be aware when there are certain kinds of attacks. You understand? Even in your family, even in your own life, you must feel, listen, it's an evil day now. Amen? It's an evil time. Let me be very careful. And I, and I know when it's an evil time to drive even carefully. Amen? Not all taxes is of the devil, but many. Wow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Trustworthy. Is that enough? To see what is loyalty. Loyalty is also being constant. Regular. Praise God. Be regular. Amen. Prayer meeting. I can trust the brother is here. If the brother is not here, that's loyal and regular, something must be wrong. And I won't even feel, hey, but no. In my mind, I'm worried actually something must have happened why he's not here. Because he's a regular. He's constant. Amen. Are you blessed? I will unpack this maybe tomorrow, but three levels of loyalty. Please write this down. Number one. And then I'll get into the snakes. Praise the Lord. Three levels of loyalty. 
The first level is membership loyalty. Praise God. In other words, members, and the second level is family level. The third level is covenant marital level. Marriage. In brackets, a soldier. Praise God. Amen. Are you blessed by those levels? Praise the Lord. Amen. Membership level, the scripture next is Acts chapter 2, verse 38 to 42. Acts 2, verse 38 to 42. You only pass this membership level if you have that sevenfold starter pack in that verse. It means you repented, number one. Number two, you baptized in water. And number three, you baptized in the Holy Spirit. Verse 42, the other four. You are regular, continually at teachings. You see, people that are not here this morning, there's a big gap in their minds. Do you hear me? A huge gap. Okay, some, you might have a valid excuse, but therefore, Christ, as I teach, Christ is number one in your life. Nothing else. When you're sick, you want the Lord to heal you. When you need protection, you want the Lord to protect. The, your relationship with the Lord comes first. Even before your relationship with your wife or with yourself even. Because many died for the Lord. Amen. 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 Paul says, for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'll do anything to get a spiritual book or to run after spiritual food. Anything. We fly to Ghana to. We spend thousands of rand to pursue a man of God. Any price. Praise the Lord. You cannot come out of your bed or you can take an Uber anywhere else but not to the church. Your values is low because your heart is not right. Because your heart is not right, your eyes don't know what is really a value. The day you tear apart from a man of God, you will feel the pain. You won't tell others. It will be a pain more than the pain of family that left you. You will regret it. It will be a huge pain. I'm telling you that. Okay? Do you hear me? Now, I preach all the time like this to me, all of you. Don't pull any punches. Do you hear me? 
not, not being scared or fearful for anybody's face. Not even your money or anything. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I'm not a parent like I'm scared for my child's face. Understand? The car he drives, I bought it for him. Oh, I, when there's no petrol, he wants petrol from me. Money. Amen. Praise God. I, I provided the bed for him when he had no bed. Food, everything. Look after his health and all of that. Why must I be scared of him? Do you hear me? Praise the Lord. First level. Okay, let's go. Teaching. Fellowship. Was it the Bri Aarons? Say, stick net nooit uit by die fellowship. And the reason is, say, wil die geken word he. Want by die fellowship leer ons jou rechtig wie sy is. As van ons sokke speel saam, dat ons sien, oh, sy kan nogal lekker cheat. As ons dam in ons speel, kan ons sien. As ons broei by ons, dam in ons is mos partners, elkeen vat 7 dams. Tommy het my gesê, as sy my partner is, Zij doen, of vat zij zes karen, ik vat acht. Wat een zorg! Als je die waarheid hebt, als je die waarheid hebt, als je die waarheid hebt. Het is maar mij en Tommy zijn jokes als ons dan met ons spelen. Amen. Of ik zeg voor Tommy. Zij zit met een black cookie daar. Zij maakt zo maar extra dot op die damano. Hoe is ik nou daar gekomen? Als bij fellowship wat ons mekaar leer ken. Dat is ook om, zij wil die menge. Zij wil die baie met die broers en sisters we sê. Want ons moet die vir jou leer ken. Zij is eindelijk iemand met vol nikke. Klaan vol nonsens. Vol meneerkies. Hey. My God. Breaking of bread. You must be there. They were continually devouting them. Devouting. They were given over themselves to this. And to prayer meetings. Do you see those seven things? And by the breaking of bread, your tithes. Do you see there? There we give our tithes. You stay a member in my eyes if you don't come through this testing. By Pastor Edgar, you stay a member. You in the membership level. You're welcome. We love you. But don't expect positions. Do you hear me? It's required of a steward and a servant to be loyal. Did I read that to you now? Amen. And you haven't proven loyalty. 
members can just send a WhatsApp tonight after this and say, I am not a member anymore here. Pastor, um, thank you for everything. I'm, my season is up. <laughs> Do you hear me? My season is up. What is wrong, brother? Ek wil liefeste niks what, what's that saying, Mikael? Yeah, I, I have nothing to say about anything anymore. Iemand wat vir jou sê, ek het liefers niks te sê nie. I had baie te sê. Die slang leer in sy hart in. As hy buiten is, dan spoeg hy. Na oost. Wow. My God. Do you see that there? Write down under membership. You get these kind of, five kind of members. VIP members. You know what is VIP? Very important members. But they members. Do you hear me? VIP, but they they are not committed. Amen. Hey, one day a lady and her husband sit in front of Bishop Black for counseling, and they over five years or so in his church. And when she started to speak, the the, the wife she said, We are five years your children, Bishop Dag. So Bishop Dag says. Just stop there, please. You are VIP members, but you are not my children. She took offense. He said, there's nothing of me in you. If, if you meet Joshua, my son, my own son, even if he picks up the phone, you will mistake and think it's me speaking. You will see certain traits in them. You will say, oh, but this is Bishop Dag's child. But there's nothing in you of this church. Wow. But you are VIP. Very important member. Number two. The VNP member. Very nice person. Amen. VNP, very nice person. What a shock. Then you get the VEP member, very encouraging person. VEP, very encouraging person. Pastor, they must aangaan as a man van God, oh man, and uh, just encouraging everybody. Then you get a VSP member, very significant person. Hey, very significant person. Wow, are you blessed by the teaching? Are you blessed by the teaching? Amen. Amen. Then you get a VDP person. May they not be, well, you know what, what, do you want to know what is a VDP? 
very dangerous person. What is? Oh no, Michael! No, 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 no. Very dangerous person. Amen. A dangerous person. Hidden threat. You know what is treacherous? Hidden dangers. Treacherous. Very dangerous person. Okay. Do you have that? Can we go to the next level? The family level. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. Ephesians 6. Can we read that? Ephesians 6, verse 1 to 4. I, I need to move quickly. I think I'll finish quarter past two. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when you're family, you don't leave your family easily. Is it so? You can even get hurt in your family and you want to walk away but you walk back again. Amen. Praise God. Family, you stay family. Of your brew and it tronkers and Paul's I'll sign as the party by Evan Homi. My your brew. Amen. I met the brother, his hair was very long. I asked him, what, why is it? He says, my barber is in prison. <laughs> He's loyal to his barber. He's loyal to his barber. What a sock. Amen. When you're a son and a daughter of the house, you will never speak ill. Even of your parents, even biological, even if your daddy is a drunkard. You don't talk about him and belittle him. You understand? Their family matters even stay domestically. You don't go and talk every uh, other places about what's going on. Why do you talk wrong stuff? To other people about our church. Okay. Family level means. You're a son and a daughter forever. Even. Listen. I went. Me and my wife. When T.D. Jakes was years ago in Joburg. We end up in a hotel of a say The same of a pastor. Also from Cape Town. Then. We, he took us to. A member of his church. From Kales River, but he's staying now in Johannesburg, in Heidelberg. We, we drove in this pastor's car, couple, uh, lots of kilometers. And when we got there, the brother had a bribe for his pastor and, uh, and some money or whatever, but he's not, and he still even gives tithes to the church in Kales River. That's a son. That's a son. He still shows gratitude for where he comes from. And it's just some time back I saw his back here in Cape Town. Wow. Amen. Loyal to the glory of God. Look here. This is your level. You are obedient to your spiritual parents. Next. 
You honor your spiritual father and your mother, the church that you come from. That's the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. If you want longevity, you want to be long in the spiritual race, and if you want it to go well with you, this is the level. The next verse says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, which I don't do. I am not a bully. You get fathers that's bullies. You understand? Okay. But bring them, I bring you up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Discipline towards godliness and instructions. Don't put your finger there in, in the electrical plug. You say, no, I just want to feel how it is. No. Amen. Warn you against certain dangers. Hallelujah. And then let's move quickly. The marital level, the covenant level. Amen. They spring so much out of marriage. Omdat die kos was sout Do you hear me? Amen. Kos was sout. Or something was not nice. Marriage is for keeps. Praise the Lord. Therefore I say to the young people, don't, you, you know, you've got a, a fantasy in your mind. Oh, oh, the baby, and oh, <laughs> and and oh my, the, we want a jacuzzi, and oh, marriage is not for sissies. Say, I owe fast loop. Say, I say, oh, yeah, I owe no, not that we put you off. Amen. We're not putting you off. Go for it, please. Amen. Now, what I mean is, uh, we, we, we cannot stop. It's just the natural way that God has ordained life. Praise the Lord. Ruth chapter 1, verse 14 to 18. Ruth is, uh, yeah, there is our sister Ruth. Ruth chapter 1 from verse 14 to 18. This is the marital level. In fact, when my colleague got married, when we started the church, this was the scripture the man preached from. Amen. The Orpah lift up her voice, wept, and she left Naomi. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to Naomi. Praise God. Amen. In other words, you must stick together. Praise the Lord. And look what Ruth say. Praise God. And Ruth said, uh, and she said, Behold, Naomi says, your sister has left, gone back to her people, and a God's return after your sister-in-law. But look what Ruth said. This is marital loyalty. Do not urge me to leave you or turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. I will go with this church where we go. Hallelujah. And where you lodge, I will lodge. 
your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Verse 17, where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. Thus may the Lord do to me, and worse, if anything but death parts you and me. That's loyalty. When you're a soldier, you're prepared to die for the cause. Amen. Don't worry, tomorrow I'll give you when you can get a door open and move. Amen. Praise God. I told you when there's false doctrine that we don't want to repent of. When our church become a dead church, and there's feel living tacher, geestelike, that can say, nah, man, no, can I give me a blame? Ek is te annie, Is that the CCFM? Die ding, brrrr, for organiza. Wow. Okay, let, let's get to the snakes, please. Oh, but before Matthew chapter 13, please. I think it's verse 30 something. 35, if I'm right. Matthew 13. I want to get there by the seeds of the tares and the wheat. be 25 let's try 25 is it 13 hallelujah praise the lord yeah verse 20 Where the servants slept. Verse 25. Amen. <clears throat> but while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went away. What does this? The Lord gave this parable of the kingdom. He says, A sower went out, he sowed good seed in his, in his field. But the enemy came while the others were asleep and sowed wheat or tares on crate. And when the seed came up, he says, but there are, there are weeds among the good seed. He says, our enemy has done this. You need to know Satan's seed he sows amongst us. While we are sowing good seed. My God. The first snake. Let's go to it. And uh, can I give you the, all of them? And then we keep, just keep a space if you make a note. Amen. And then I give you a scripture. And they all start. I tried my best with the H. Praise the Lord. Amen. The first snake. Is the one that attack husbands and the male seed. Any boy, any man. Okay? 
do you have that? Praise the Lord. I nearly want to go to the scripture, but I'll get there. Praise God. Amen. What does that mean? It means first, this devil attacked authority. Praise God. The second snake, the venom, attacked headship in the church or the headboard. The devil attack always leadership. Number three, the devil attacks the heel of people. H-double-E-L, the heel of people. The heel means as amper iemand wat jou betrek van achteraf. You understand? Amen. It's somebody that attacks you from behind. But if your heel <laughs> is attacked, you cannot move with comfort. And then number four, the hand of the man of God. Praise the Lord. Then is a number five. The breathing in of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit breathing. That's number five. Number six. The heads of a church. H-E-D-G-E. The heads or the walls of a church. And that is number seven. Eh? Number six. The thoughts in your head. Wow. And what did we say number what next? Number eight. From behind the tail of the snake. Can we now run through them and then we'll try to be through. Yep, I caught a pass and then we can have a break. We'll say three o'clock and then we'll start and have our last session. Are you blessed? Amen. Amen. Let's get to scripture. The first one attacking the Genesis chapter three, verse one to verse eight. Here you see the snake. Is it the snake there? Who did he attack? Not Adam first. He came through the woman. But he wanted to get to the man. Is it so? Listen, my brothers and sisters. Most people that left our church through the years, it's probably more than you that are here. 99% 99% was through a woman. And the devil has not changed its tactics. Therefore, every brother who is in love with any sister, you must be strong. And you must be careful. And you must keep an eye. Because your soft spot is your wife. 
your tender spot is the person you love. So-called love. Love and righteousness in the Bible goes together. The Bible says the love of many will grow cold and the righteousness. There's no real love without righteousness. Do you know? Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Love is keeping the commandments. Don't say, oh Lord Jesus, I love you so much. He says, show it to me. By keeping not my opinions, not my ideas, but my commandments. I'm preaching now. I'm teaching to you. Amen. If you come home and your wife is not happy, something happened in the church, you need to be so. Because a woman is very sensitive. She might even be in the wrong. But you want to first know what did they do? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? There's some who would have been gone here already if you listened to your wife. I'm speaking now very seriously. Very seriously. Out of experience, the snake firstly wants to get to the female. Through that, to the male. And what does he want? Why does he want the male? If he wants your position. Your authority and your calling. Adam had a position. He had a calling. He had authority. It was gone. The snake didn't approach Adam. He insulted him by going behind him to the wife. Why? The snake, the devil, is clever and crafty and knows what is your Achilles heel. Don't worry, we're not picking on women. Bishop Dag will, listen, Bishop Dag has got a book, very painful title. The book is uh, The Pastor. The beauty, the beast, and the pastor. <laughs> if you see the book, you know many women that knows about Bishop Dexter, I don't like him. I'm telling you the truth. I don't like him. And Bishop's got the most pastors ordained in the ministry. Because he knows Women work hard for God. But he also know. He could have never done what he is busy doing and have done. If he did not have a wife. That knows. What is Adam's call. 
woman has been made as a yelper. Do you know that? A yelper. Yelper to help your man to fulfill his calling and vision in life. To support him. Not you first. It's because the Western world and where we are today has made um, the feminist movement. As, and because women were a lot abused in the past, now today is it not restore women, women spielikitalo. And as the slow blueses, muti brew, slow dance. And as the fanaka, bamunai fanak dance. Ma ye an osa is ti flow, ti throw slanikita. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Somebody asked, how come that this skinny little girl has become so strong in this marriage? She is the authority. <laughs> the venom of the snake. Before I'm reading it, because when I'm reading it now, you will say, oh my God. This is how sin came into the world. This is the passage and the door of Satan into humanity. This is the overthrow of God's purpose and dream. Did I say, did, did I, I tell you six, six, seven snakes in the church? The first time I got this message, listen to me. Me and my wife, we were called by Bishop Wall to come and minister in his church in Namibia, in Vintuk. He set us up in a hotel. Tomorrow night I must preach. I went to bed. Hey, you know, hotel yesterday. This was a kinder. Amen. My wife was fast asleep, and as I put my head down to sleep, I saw it was not a vision. I fell in a trance. A trance is you semi awake and asleep. I just was busy close, and I saw a snake going through Mikhail's neck. The next morning at breakfast, I think I told my wife about this trance. And then I had the interpretation. The Lord said, the head of this church where I'm preaching, the head is attacked in the leadership. To take off his head. And then the message, the whole day was birth about snakes. I preached it for the first time in that church. Demons came out of people. That first night. 
And then, the evening, we had some refreshments at his home. He says, the, 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 the calls cannot stop. People are phoning him late night because it's loud of his shirts. Then it was revealed that a woman, influential woman in his board was for years fighting him. But he's still on the board. She came into the open. And that was the snake that wanted to take off the head. For years in the church council. I'm telling you the truth. Hey, years after that, to cut a long story short, my, my friend Bishop Wilder, preacher, his church was completely radically changed after that preaching. There's my wife. We went to Botswana through Bishop, Bishop Wild to go and preach at a conference in Botswana. I got the chance the second night to preach or third night. And he told me, I have two says, I can preach tonight and the next night. Then I preached the first night about four pillars that make a church excellent. Then I mentioned at the end of my preaching, tomorrow night I preach about six snakes in this church. Hey, the place was full. In fact, those, I'll leave that out. <laughs> but what I want to say is, that night, the the son-in-law of the pastor. He was called prophet so-and-so. He was busy tearing the church apart with prophecy. He was, they were shocked of what was revealed. And we drove out demons that night. Demons! I think two years after that, we went back to the same church. I saved, actually, the, God saved the church. Two years after that, we went back. And um, they asked me to preach again. And I said, the Lord told me to preach that again. I've got more light on it. Hey, that time. Nobody told me. That time the church was being destroyed. And the second in charge, the associate, the second in charge. His wife, when we got there with our luggage, they, she just greeted us. Her face told me, hey, what is wrong? In the office of the pastor. The second in charge. We didn't see her at all at the conference. She just greeted and everything and she left. He, they ordained people even that time. In fact, that was the time when the Springboks won the World Cup uh, rugby, I think in France or somewhere there. Even the Saturday afternoon when the Springboks was playing the final against England. I had to teach while the game was on. I asked.
was my friend. Can't they change this? And, and the thing was, there was only six brothers I have to teach. I said, it's wrong, man. I want to watch. <laughs> but because my friend had to work, he said, no, Edgar, you have to go on. Hey, and I checked the time of uh, how far is the game. Six brothers. And that year, about, about 15 minutes before, Kyle, before the game end, I, I, I checked the time. I asked somebody there, what is the score? <laughs> well, what is the score? He says, I'll get it now for pastor. He came and he said to me, um, the Springboks are leading. But I, he mentioned a slender margin about, say, five. I thought, oh, my God. Springboks are ahead, five points. I said, oh my God, help us. <laughs> and then, after a while, I said, to him, and, and now? <laughs> I, I interrupted him. I said, and now? He said, no, they're still okay. Afterwards, I heard the Springboks won about by 10 or 12 points. I said, Yo, you could have told me, man. <laughs> Amen. But at that time, the second in command, the last night, the last I preached, they gave me 15 minutes or 20 minutes to share a short word, and then my friend, and I said, I spoke again about loyalty and disloyalty. In a nutshell, I spoke of how Bishop Dag told us years ago in his ministry, he had this dream of how he was fighting against somebody in a boxing ring. But the person was so clever and fast and, and maneuvering. He couldn't master this fight. And then when he pulled off the mask of his opponent, it was his assistant. And I said, yeah. Is something going on like that? Did you know what? When the ordination, everything was finished, the assistant of the pastor, he took, they've got that, that collar, that white collar. He, I still see, I'm standing here. He took it off like this. He put it down and he walked out. He was finished with the church all the time. And he was unmasked. And they planned even to put the pastor of the of uh, out of Botswana. He's from Ghana. They went to the authorities to want to get him out of Botswana. Can you see that? My God, the first the first uh, time when I was there, um, the, the 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 a brother is the manager of Botswana Airport. His wife is the, 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 the sister's leader in the church, in this church. As I was finished, my wife was driving with, sees the driver and see it, my wife and Bishop Wall's wife in the car. And as he was driving and, and, and the, was, was uh, uh, Bishop Felix, wife also in the car. And as he's driving, she said to uh, her pastor's wife in the car, my wife and bishop, she said, this message saved us from leaving this church. 
that's how the snake works. I'm reading, now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. I'm, I, I'm, I was telling you all of that to tell you, we are not novices. We came through the battles. Amen. Okay. And we know what we are speaking about. Listen. To be the wife of the manager of the airport. You can imagine their tides and their influence. My God. And you can see the devil wants to be there by authority. Always, witches always want to join those who are in leadership. I love Yidi Mike. I love a leader service. I love all four of these. And they get upset if an inheritance is not hurriedly gained. Like the brother who put my car twice full of petrol. They left a snake. And he said, and the devil said to the woman, Indeed, as God said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden. Can you see how, how, how shrewd the devil is? He wants to say, did God say you cannot eat of the trees? In other words, he make it a huge thing. That seeking said, no, it's only this tree. Don't make God so bad. It's only this tree. Do you see the cleverness? Let's reach further. The woman said to the serpent, The serpent, with, with his venom, from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. She's lying. Because the Lord, when the Bible, when you read, the Lord said she can eat freely of the tree. Not only eat, freely. Then she said, but from the tree, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, she lies now again. You shall not eat from it or touch it. The Lord never said, you cannot touch it. She's already telling, she's aggravated. We cannot even touch it. And she's lying with an, or you will die. The Lord didn't say, and you will die. The Lord says, you will surely die. Do you see how the devil takes away from the word? Add to the word. The next verse says, the serpent said to the woman, yea, he comes fully. You surely will not die. God is a liar. God is a liar. Look what he said. Are you there? Further on. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open. And many times when you become disloyal, you think your eyes will open. And you will be like God. Why don't you want to be independent? Don't you want to be your own authority? Knowing good and evil for six. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to, for the eyes and the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate and looked here and she gave also to her husband with her and he ate. He should have said no. 
But because of his affection for his wife, he ate. Wow. And both of them's eyes were open and knew that they were naked. And they saved fig leaves together and made themselves loins garments. Okay, try to cover themselves. That is a religion trying to cover. My sister, young girl, don't lead a man away from God's authority. When you get hurt, go to God and pray together and seek the face of the Lord. My brother, you are just as prone to this attack of the snake. My God, may God help you. There's a, there's a verse of scripture in Matthew chapter 6. Underneath this, the name is Herodias. She was Herod's scallopy. Was he met me? As he met me. Amen. She took off the head of John the Baptist. Are you with me? Herod is the king. And what it means the devil wants. If you look at the names. Do you see the H's? Did I give you a husband? The male seed? Is this Herodias? It is Herod? Do you see the... Amen. Uh, the Bible is wonderful. The Bible is wonderful. Praise the Lord. And among demons, if they want to be a hero, among the other angels, fallen angels and demons, he said, what did they all do? Said the demon. Ik as a hero, ik het al groot manne laat val. Zij speel nog hier, sê die demon in die vlak water. Ik laat groot, ik as a hero. I take Herodias down and I take Herod down. Don't you be fooled how the devil wants to destroy this work. So be careful with criticism. Die boogste bome krijg die meeste wind. Ken die die? Amen. Die duivel het nog nie achter jou aangekom. Want sy is die so groot threat vir hom. Hy sê die ou wat die voorpraat. Hy sê hy jylle vir problem. Hy sê hy jylle vir problem. Eeg. Somebody said, if the devil speaks of your past to you, you remind him of his future. And he shall say, mortal. <laughs> Amen. Well, you are on your way to hell. Hey, do you hear me? Amen. And then I, I hear a man of God, he likes to say when he gets the mic, he says, to hell with the devil. <laughs> wow. Amen. Let me describe to you the story. And this is a Achilles heel for any man. Herodias was his brother's wife. 
But because of lifting up a skirt and sowing some flesh and being sexual and lustful, see God hear it on her side. And she had a daughter. daughter. In other words, it was not Herod's daughter. And because John the Baptist preached against adultery and these sexual sins, the snake in Herodias organized on the day of Herod's birthday when he was married in Epi with wine. He said, let your daughter come and dance for us. And you can imagine it was dirty dancing. Do you hear me? It was lustful dancing. And as he did that, this is the snake. This is the snake. Moving the body, moving up and down. And Herod said to her, I'll give even half of my kingdom to you. What do you wish? Her mom says, I know his weakness, therefore I organize this. Come here, my daughter. She said, ask him the head of John the Baptist on a platter, a tray right now. And because of his pride, he feared John the Baptist. He often listened to John the Baptist. But the snake knows the female is the way to get to the head, not only of Herod, but the head of the man of God. To take the head of the man of God off. Wow. And listen, your pastor is also called with the mantle of Elijah. And John the Baptist had the mantle of Elijah. And when you're a prophet, the devil wants your head at any cost. Wow. And a lesach, John the Baptist, a cup of. And say, bring that up a tray. John the Baptist. But this is the snake. Is that enough? Let me show you the snake that attacks the headship. Genesis 3 verse 15. Hallelujah. Let me run verse 15. Jesus said to, after Adam and Eve sin, I will put enmity to you. Listen, that's not only against husbands. Any male seed, any one of you, the devil is after you, your head. Do you hear me, brother? Do you hear me? My wife correct me when I'm, when I'm wrong. People are very, very surprised about our relationship. Even other pastors also would say, wow. And they don't know our, our relationship. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Praise God. But vice versa, the same. But we know what goes for public and what goes for private. You understand? But never that you become scared of your wife. And also don't let your wife be scared of you. Because as Krom Goetheneau, what your vrouw a lang 
kou vir jou moet gesê het, nou moet ander mense het sê, en by die huis kom, maar sê sê, ek agree nogal met hulle. Do you hear me? Amen. Moet die jou manse breekrachheid en goedes op jimmel hee? Tell him. Amen. En moet sy ook jou vrou kom plaasters opsit en sterretjes opsit, want dan sy weet, nou man, you're wrong. Slaap koud vir die aan en sê, you're wrong. Prijs God op die spot. Prijs die Lord. Jou voete die kan toe sy koude voete. Halleluja. Wil dit haar so alleen lees, is dit prijs die Heere. Halleluja, sabarata. Wat moet sy nog in tale wil sê? Sarabo sotoro. Het lyk in tale, sy bestraf my. Sarabo sotoro basata. Habasata. Halleluja. Even in die sjouwe, sarabo soa. Amen. Praise the Lord. Halleluja. The heads up. I will put enmity between you and the women and between your seat and her seat. Do you see that Satan has got seat? The woman don't have seat. He was speaking of the birth of Christ Jesus. The woman is Mary here. She will get pregnant with the seat of the Holy Spirit. And there will be enmity between Christ and Satan. This is the first prophecy of Christ. He, Christ, shall bruise you on your head. The good translation will say, he will crush your head. And you shall bruise him on, on his heel. Do you see there the head and the heel? The head is the devil always want to get to leadership. Amen. When it comes to this loyalty, the devil always want to get to those in leadership. Amen. Absalom attack his father. Can you believe it? Your eie sien lig sy hand op ten oor jou. In Garden Village, somewhere in our road, I've seen this happen. And I've seen twice two houses that I know and identify. And it never went well with those two sons. Say pa club. And both of the dads were drunkards. But you never do things like that. Understand? No, no matter what your daddy become. Spiritually too. Amen. You might not lift your hand up against me. But in your heart. You despise. Jack, you talk down. Absalom did that. And Absalom hung on a tree. He had long hair. And every second year or year, they cut his hair, weigh it. And people were uh, impressed with him. But he stood up against David. David had to run at night for his life, his son. 
David had wrongs in his life. At that time, David had these adults, David had wrongs in his life. Hey! And as David was moving alone in the mountains, bare feet, weeping, as he fled from Absalom, he hurt. The news came that one of his top counselors, Ahitophel, is, has joined Absalom. Wow, do you hear me? He joined Absalom. And, and Ahitophel was very wise. A man of great wisdom. And, and David thought, this is the end of me. Ahitophel is going to give him sharp advice. And then after that, here comes David's other friend. Join David. Usai is his name. Hey. And he was also wise. David said to him, he came weeping, mourning to go with David. David says, today, I want you to do me a favor. Please go back to the cost of your life, to Absalom. He says, he's going to kill me. He knows we, we're friends. David says, when Absalom asks you, why are you not with your friend David? Tell him. The one that God chose to be king. Who am I not to support him? Wow. That's exactly what Absalom said. And Absalom said, okay, then who side then you with us? Amen. That saved David's life. Because when Absalom asked for a counsel now, what must we do? Because David is a mighty general and a skillful soldier. They said, what must we do? Ahitophel said, tonight we must pursue your dad. He will be extremely tired. When we come upon him, he won't have strength. With him, those few with him, we will kill him immediately. What do you say, Usai? David's other friend. Usai said, your dad is a skillful man. He won't sleep with the soldiers tonight. He will sleep far away. And when we get there, we will come in vain. And you know your daddy is worth thousands of men. What's the use? We kill the others. But he got away. And Absalom said, Usai, your wisdom is right. That saved David's life. Wow. Do you hear me? That saved David's life to the glory of God. My Lord. Amen. Isn't the Bible powerful? It's beautiful. But the devil always wants to get to the headship. The third point. The heel. Hallelujah. Psalm 41 verse 9. The heel is the devil one. You know, when your heel gets bitten, you stand on your toes. Your toes means you want to be higher than you ought to be. It means you lift yourself up and look down upon the man of God. Here it is. Didn't I give the verse? Psalm 41. 
verse 9. Hallelujah. Psalm 41, verse 9. David says, David speaking here, even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. <laughs> Do you see that? Amen. And this was a prophecy of Judas. To lift up your heel is, they cake no af op die man van die Heere, they hou vir, ek het vir jou geleer. I'm telling you, there are some of these orangos. I taught them even what they preach and teach and, and, and have in their hearts. I taught them that. Today, they're higher than me. They look down on me. I'm telling you. And you might become too like that. With all the answers that they know it. Do you hear me? You're dead. Even your biological dad is not perfect. When you were small, you think your daddy is perfect. As you grow up, you see, oh, all the cracks. You say, no, he's not such a perfect man. But dare you to look down upon him. Like Judas looked down. And look here, Jude, you ate my bread. You ate my, you are, your growth is dependent on my spiritual bread. Now you lift up your heel. What does the scripture say? Genesis 3. He will crush his head. But you, the snake, will bit him in the heel. Yeah, he bites him in the heel. You lift yourself up higher than the man of God. The, the, the fourth one. Amen. Acts 28 verse 1 to verse 6. Let us rise. Hallelujah. Zij bijt die hand wat jou gevoed het. Hey, isn't that sad? That people bite the hand that protected them, that blessed them, that laid hands upon them, that provided food for them, that showed them the way, that warned them, here it is. When they had been brought safely through, then we found out that the island was called Malta. Nicholas was on this island. They have a statue of Paul and the snake. They have it on, up till today on Malta Island. The natives showed us ex extraordinary kindness. This is Luke that's speaking. Paul comes now from uh, the ship was shipwrecked and they landed on the island called Patmos with Paul on the ship, the man of God. Amen. For because of the rain that had set in and because of the cold, they kindled a fire and received us all. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from Paul's hand, they began saying to one another, undoubtedly, this man is a murderer, because they were carrying prisoners to Rome on the ship. Undoubtedly, this man is a murderer, 
and thought he has been saved from the sea. Justice had not allowed him to live. However, he shook the creature off into the fire and suffered no harm. But they were expecting that he was about to swell up. Do you see that? Or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had waited a long time and had seen nothing unusually happen to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of that place was lands belonging to the leading men of the island named Pupilus, who welcome us and entertain us cautiously three days, verse 8. And it happened that the father of Pupilus was lying in bed, afflicted with recurrent fever and dysentery. And Paul went in to see him. And after he had prayed, he laid that same hands on him. And he healed him. Do you see the, the Bible don't say the Lord healed him. Paul healed him. Do you hear me? Well, how the Bible speaks. It means don't say when Pastor Edgar is not here. The, the Erasmus here. No, the Erasmus a man. Do you hear me? We, we cannot. If Benny Hind comes to the Good Hope Center. And the place is packed with people for healing and miracles. And we hear he cannot come now because he won't be here. Gaat ons opstaan en sê, moet nie worry met Benny hier nie. Die Heere is hier. There won't be healings. There won't be miracles. God comes in a man. Do you hear me? Don't say, ach wat, you, you, you don't. Therefore the scripture says, Paul healed him. If Paul was not there, the man would not be healed. Amen. Listen, in a nutshell, don't bite the hand that stokes the fire. Amen. I keep the fire burning here. Praise God. I keep the fire burning. And I every time comes here with wood and with fresh inside and mysteries. Don't bite the hand that feeds the fire. Also, the lesson is, when the heat is on, then you might be revealed. Amen. It's when we go through trouble, that he spring is slung, know it. Hey, waar van een paste, die er een moeilijke tijd gaan, of die stories is, daar spring is slang, know it. Het jou had het. Zit gewacht van die geleentheid. Die Bijbel sê, hem was gekust, the black people. Three sons of, of Noah. The father of the white people. Jephet. And the father of the Jews, Shem. And the father of the black people, Ham. Hey, what we like, Ham and tongue, eh? Amen. In Afrikaans, gam. Nou kry ons kemen. Kemen. What a shock. But what I'm saying is, Noah was the cause that they came through the flood. 
these three sons with their wives. And after all the trouble they came through, ek weet nie wat het met nou verkeer te gaan nie, maar toe vat hy een dom. En daar lee in sy tent, net in sy andies, hier kom hem in, hem, and they went to go spread Adam's nakedness everywhere. But the other two sons, when they heard of it, they went like this with their back to their dad with, with a sheet and closed him. Do you hear me? There are some of you, when your pastor make a mistake, you want to publish it everywhere. You take the nakedness of your spiritual father, and there you go. When Noah woke up from his drunkenness, he cursed them. He said, Shem, the Jews, you will have the tabernacles of God and the books of God. He said to the white people, you will dwell in the tents of Sam. And, and that's what the white people did, bringing Christianity across the world. But he said, Ham, you will be a servant of servants. My God, I tell you, it's fully like that. All curses are broken in Christ. The curse over us is broken. In the name of the, but you must be in Christ and stand up for righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to close now, but let's end with this. Acts chapter 19, verse 11 to 20. This is the next one. Can you read it at home for time's sake? This is in this lady. She was a fortune teller. And in Greek, there was the spirit of a python in her. A python. A python is a very long snake. Derek Prince who knows Greek. There's even a book. The spirit of a python. Spiritual book. A python is a snake. He curls around you. Very long snake. Then it squeezes your lungs and your heart and you cannot breathe and it can swallow you then alive that the snake looks just like that and when you immunely devours you the pressing of your lungs means there is a snake in the church the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you enter, you give up something that let others feel. Hulle kan nie in die gees kom. Kijk hoe lyk jou gesig. Kijk jou attitude. Jou hele demine. A choke, heilige gees. Jou teenwoordigheid. 
is soos ek nie gesê, ons is allemaal happy op die bus, ons gaan, ons gaan nou picknick, hoe hier kom jy in die bus, en allemaal wonen wie is nou hier? Jere, jalpos, hy gaan ook saam, and you get such difficult people, it's the spirit of a python that pressed the lungs and causes not to breathe. But she was prophetic. It's people that uh, listen. <laughs> there are many people, it will in a grassy park of Elsie's nomi, but you get a uh, uh, super spiritual woman. I can take you to a prophetess. She's there in Clarke estate. Bishop Levis. A prophetess. Verstaan nie vir my. She's a prophetess. And she profiteer raak en mis. You get many women like that. It's really Jezebels. And the word Jezebel mean unhusband. And when you are, they are super spiritual women with dreams and visions. Profiteer well. Hey, what's the reason what you here, Aaron's? Who's the story now? With who was you there? With Tommy. Hello, Koda, hello, Koda, so to profiteer somehow with Tommy. Do you hear me? Very spiritual woman. You ask them, where is your husband? He's either a sissy or say, dear husband. So he's divorced. Do you hear me? But super spiritual. They might even come here and visit us. And as quick as possible, either during the meeting or after the meeting, they want to be by the pastor. Pastor, I've seen a vision this morning in this church. Kijk of ze verkouden of wat gaat aan. Listen, your pastors don't easily move. I know all these things. So yes, yeah, yeah, yes, sister. Ik zie voor pastoor, zoals een engel. Mooi, jammer om te zeggen mooier als wat hij nou lijkt. Zie je? En meer slender pastor. Ik is nou nie insulting. Ze sê, praat, sister. Listen, that's the spirit of Jezebel. This is the spirit. She said to, as Paul and Silas went to the prayer meeting with sister Lydia, she said, those are men of God. Teaching and preaching the way of salvation. Paul got annoyed. Of the spirit. He turned around. Look here. She continued doing this for many days. But Paul was greatly annoyed in turn and said to, not to her, to the spirit. 
I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out at that very moment. Fortune telling geeste. Okay, wat vir jou, jou toekomst, en wie wil die geflee word hier? Hey, sy sê die waarheid, manne van God is die. Sy sister sê dit weer. Jo, man van God. Sê dit vir hulle, hulle vietjes. But it was a demon. And she brought in much money to her own. Am I spot on the spirit of a python? My God! Wow! The spirit that breaks down her heads. Okay. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 8. Let's move quickly. I want to get this done. Hallelujah. That breaks down a wall. A hedge is a wall. For you know what? By Afrikaans is. Praise God. Do you see? He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it. Daar is het. Zij wat een gat graven voor andere mensen, zei die oude mensen, zij zal zelf daar aanval. Hoor je van mij? Jelle wat zo andere mensen zijn ondergang zoekt, zij zal zelf daar aanval. Zo heeft die oude mensen gezegd. Jere, help ons oorzaak zoek nog amper uit. Amen. He that diggeth a pit. Ek wil nou net gesê, diggeth. It is King James version wat hulle het vir my. But keep it, keep it there. He's got a reason why. Shall fall into it. And whosoever breaketh a an hedge. Do you see the serpent there? A serpent shall bite him. Hy wat a meer afbreek slang. You know what does it mean? It's a believer that take away our protection. A wall protects us from danger from outside. It's a believer that break down our defenses. That break down the things that's precious on the side of the wall. We who are in the house, we are the precious ones of God, but you are breaking it down. A snake is has bitten you. And also the wall is there to keep wrong things out. But you are busy breaking down the wall. A snake will bite you. My God, do you see that? Amen. Amen. There's another verse, I think, two or three verses further. Just uh, chapter verse uh, 11 or 12, 11. Look here. Before the serpent bites, if the serpent bites before being charmed, there's no profit for the charmer. This is the next snake. I don't know if I gave you this. This is thoughts. Did I say? Thoughts in your hands of this, of, in your head of this. Can I describe this to you? You know, you get people that charm snakes. In other words, they can play with snakes. But it's a bad thing if you just started. Da bite die slang for you. 
What does that mean? Don't play around with thoughts of disloyalty. You might be bitten before you detect it. Ek krijg mense wat op drugs is, maar hulle het al vier keer drugs gebruik, maar dan krijg ze iemand wat diezelfde drug die eerste keer gebruik, en hy gaat dood. Want drugs is altijd gevaarlijk. Ze krijg iemand, hy drink wijn, maar zij het met jou eerste tweede glaasie daar, het sy van jou trolley af. Sy het jou kop verloor. So stay away from the wine and stay away from the drugs. What does say? Don't play with the snake. Don't play with un- disloyal thoughts. The first time you might be killed. Kill it immediately. Do you see that? This is the wisdom of Solomon. The Ecclesiastes, the, 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 the name for, the Greek name for uh, church is Ecclesia, Ecclesiastes, the assembly of God, hallelujah. If the serpent bites before being charmed, they is not busy to speak with the thoughts, there will be a lot Maar die ander, die tsame, hy speel nog altyd met die, die slang, is net of wat een bietsie langer om vir hom te bid. Maar hy gaat om, hy gaat gebid word. There is no profit for the charmer if he gets bitten before the snake is charmed. The last one, thank God. Revelation chapter 12 is 2 to 6, to, uh, 2 to 4. This is the tail of the snake. The tail. Can I explain because of time? The tail of the snake or of the dragon is people who left us. But you, they have their spirit still here. Or you're still in contact with them. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? It's people that's not good towards our church or to your pastor. Will you be friends with people that mock your daddy or your mommy? Even if your dad or your mama drunkards, you won't allow them to speak disgracefully. But why are you allowing your ears out to people that talk bad of our church that was here? That is the devil because here it tells you this is how sin began. Revelations 12. It says the dragon was gone with the third of God's angels but his tail swept a third of the stars of God with him. His tail means he is al uitgesit. Maar sy sterte is nog altyd hier binnen in die kek. En hier kom hulle. Hier kom hulle. There are people that cannot rest that it goes well with this church. There are people that looks for our downfall. 
you must shut up their mouths. You must remove them from your phone. You must block them. First, before you block them, give them a little bit of your mind. <laughs> Tell them to read John 6 verse 17. You are a devil. Amen. And I said, he full near. Amen. Amen. I don't want anybody here that look at our church through the eyes of those who left us. And as soon as the service is finished, they phone you. What did they wear for ochen gebrek? What did they aangaat? Nee, die taie die gepas by die hempe. Nee, hy gaat weer morgen ochtend een offering opnemen. Ek het jylle gesê, sê jylle bos. Do you hear me? The tale of a snake. Here's the book. Those who leave you. Those who leave you. How must we deal with those who leave us? My God. Full. Do you see all the pages there? We fully enlightened. Amen. What did Michael read at the beginning? He gave you shepherds after his heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Praise the Lord. I'm reading. Look, look at verse, verse uh, the dragon was she was with child and she cried out being in labor and in pain too. Listen, this is the birth of the overcomers. This is the birth of the remnant. The FDKC. Amen. Verse 3. Then another sign appeared in heaven and behold the great. Do you see the devil, the snake has become a dragon now. And he's a great, red means he is furious. Having seven heads and ten horns. And on his heads were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of God's angels. That's the word, that is God's angels. His tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven. And threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman. The church, the fallen church, out of her must come to overcome us. Like we, we come out of Christian doom. Amen. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth. So that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. Because we preach and stand for the truth, the devil opposes us. But we more than overcome us. How do we overcome? Verse 11. And we close. They overcame him because of the blood of the lamb. Why the blood of the lamb? We all have mistakes. And we all have sin. We are not perfect. But we know the blood of Jesus has washed away our sin. 
We don't keep any sin against anybody. Verse 10, look at verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation, when we overcome the dragon, the accuser, then salvation, there will be power here. Do you see that? There will be the kingdom of God here. There will be authority here. Christ will reign here. Why? For the accuser of the brethren has been thrown down. He accuses them before our God day and night. Those who accuse you. Amen. Ja, maar hulle het in 1920 dit gedoen. You know, that happened there, that time and that time. Do you hear me? The accuser. Amen. Praise. Do you hear me? Who is without sin here? Only the Lord Jesus. We sinners saved by grace. By the mercy of God. But the power of the blood of Jesus has wiped away our sins. But Satan wants to go under the blood and take things out and throw it at you. Wow. He do it day and night. Do you see that? They, even when they had lay and up your bed and he heard you break, now the devil by you. Zij zei, moet veel niet zo groot zijn. Onhoud zij. Hey, your sins is meant to make you humble. Amen. It's to humble you and to have a soft heart for others. Like Peter, the apostle. The cock was crowing and he denied Jesus three times. Don't think after that when Jesus was in heaven and Peter was a mighty apostle that he did not hear every morning the hand cry. Do you hear me? You, you even hear today still early mornings the cock crow. What does that tell Peter? It tells Peter you might be a mighty man of God. It's meant to humble you. Amen. It's meant to humble you. To have a soft heart towards others. Wow. Praise the Lord. Isn't God good? Verse 11. Here we go. And they overcame. Say, we are overcomers. Through the blood of the Lamb. The word of our testimony. And we are determined and committed until death in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's how we overcome the devil. We committed. We committed. You last story of commitment. This captain was fighting against the enemy. Came with his ship full of soldiers. So they landed at night at Simon's Town into enemy territory. And as the old soldiers was off the ship, 
He set the ship alight. Because you want commitment. And they want the fight. Because there was no way back. The ship was, he says, as the ship was burning, it's now for victory or for your life. Amen. Let us burn the bridges behind us. Let us close the doors behind us. Let us say, we are to fight for the Lord and for His glory. Can we stand, please? Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. We will have a break for 20 minutes or so, and then we will just come back to close. And I'll promise you, I'll just be half an hour, and then we close. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.